0: I'm Amy Dodd-Pilkington, and you're listening to Speak On It. Y'all, I really cannot tell you enough how thankful I am for each and every one of you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for encouraging me. Thank you for your kind words. It means more to me than I could ever express. Thank you. Yeah, my southern's showing a little bit there, y'all. Anyway, yes, I might spend the first bit of every episode thanking you for listening, because I'm still surprised that people are actually listening to little old me. Anyway, I have a few things that I want to talk about today, so let's just jump right in, okay? Who you hang around or associate with is important. Now, I was reminded of that very recently when interacting with a stranger the interaction in my mind was nothing it was simple but the person became very upset now this person was going through some things and I was just a scapegoat I saw it for what it was and I was able to let it go let me say that again I was able to let it go now that made me feel good I feel like I've made so much progress as far as growing and I realized how the old me would have reacted I know how different it would have been a few years ago. It would have ended up being a, a post with dozens of comments and lots of people jumping in just to be involved in conflict. You know, it would be a whole three ring circus. Now this person was looking for a fight because a scapegoat was needed. The person was looking for conflict to express emotions they had difficulty processing. I understand. I've been there. Now this person isn't a bad person. Um, the person was having a bad day, a bad week um, just needing to get out some of the frustration that had been building for a while I recognized it because I've been there we've all been there, we've all needed to get things off our chest now I'm not going to give any more detail because this isn't about them it's about how I handled the situation in a way that I was proud of I've grown and I see it and I'm pretty proud of that now i can't claim all the credit for this particular bit of growth and this is why it's important to be mindful of who you surround yourself with some of the people i was around in the past would have encouraged me to show up now i'm not saying it was their fault when i did something because i'm responsible for my own behavior i'm not scapegoating anyone here i'm owning my mistakes because that's how we grow we own it we learn from it and we do better it's hard, but that's what we have to do. What I am saying is, some encouraged my bad behavior. Some even delighted in it. The, the small bit of approval that I got from that, that's what kept me doing it. What I'm saying is that some small bit of me needed that approval, and that's why I kept doing it. It's that arrested development that we talked about in the past episode. My self-esteem was low, and even a little bit of approval and acceptance, that was enough to keep my circus in business. Oh, I I was a whole circus all by myself, and I know it. Everyone else knew it, too. You know, I was always volunteered to be thrown into the middle of everything, to handle things. That's how awful I was. That's how much people could depend on me being an awful person. They were. There were certainly people that used that to their advantage but I allowed it to happen. I served as a flying monkey many times through the years, and that's on me. Now, if you don't know what a flying monkey is, it's a a person who confronts and sometimes torments people on behalf of someone else. It's a person who's been drafted, usually by a narcissist, to do their dirty work, somebody that keeps them from getting their own hands dirty. A flying monkey often believes the narcissist is an innocent victim and they're defending them. They, they feel like they're doing the right thing. It doesn't really matter though. I was a bad person and that's a result of my choices to be a flying monkey. Now There were also people who urged me to be a bad person or antagonized me until I was a bad person and then pointed fingers when I was, but that's for a different day. I also allowed that to happen, so that's on me too. I still I knew better. I was desperately seeking approval and willing to be a bad person and act horribly to get approval. That's not someone else's fault. I made my own choices. Even when choices were limited, and it seemed like all the choices available to me were bad, I still made a choice. And now I have to make peace with any and all bad choices I ever made. It's a hard pill to swallow, but it's necessary to grow into the person I want to be. Alright, here I go rambling again. Let me get back on track my best friend now uh, she's not doing that in fact she's not having that she's not gonna let me fall into that kind of trap without letting me know hey that's a bad idea she helps me be a better person she encourages me to handle my emotions in a more productive way now when i tell you i looked up and found a great friend i hit the jackpot. I'm sure she's listening, so let me tell you how much I appreciate you. It's a whole lot. Thank you for setting me straight and tolerating my failures and for helping me figure out how to get back on track when I fail. All right, let me get back on track here. Get you a friend who will not only tell you when you mess up, but who will help you figure out how to fix a failure and ways to avoid failing in the future. You'll grow a whole lot more. Y'all, I didn't grow into who I am by myself. I had a lot of love and support from a bunch of people a lot of people were involved in building this new me and I know I couldn't have done it alone I couldn't get out of my own way to grow I had to have help and I had to have encouragement to do better I had to surround myself with people who are growing and want me to grow too I'm rambling again. anyway when I say I'm more productive I mean without all the conflict and the public displays. I mean, recognizing my emotions and dealing with how I feel instead of bringing the circus to town for all to see. I'm learning to process my own emotions in better ways. I'm learning. I realized I'm responsible for how I react to a situation. Now, I might not be responsible for the situation, but I am responsible for how I respond. And sometimes the best response is no response now that's hard for me let me tell you how hard it was and it is for me to not respond but I'm working on it I spent a lot of years being kept quiet or being limited in response and once I stopped being afraid to speak I had a hard time shutting up I still have times when I catch myself saying too much and I feel bad when I realize I failed myself I try to hold myself accountable and there are times when i let myself down i used to think the worst thing i could do was let somebody else down you know because i need that approval but oh no oh no the worst thing you can do is let yourself down because that's a direct blow to your self-esteem if you set expectations for yourself and you don't meet them that hurts that that hurts a lot and i'm rambling again i ramble a lot too much The thing is, being around the right people or the wrong people can make your life easier or harder. The right people make it easier for you to meet your goals and make yourself proud. They encourage you to grow. They hold you accountable for working toward your goals. That makes a world of difference. The wrong people, they hold you back. They don't encourage you to grow. They don't hold you accountable or help you reach your goals. I'm not saying the people holding you back are bad people. They're just not growing. They're standing still, and that makes it easier for you to stand still. Standing still isn't goal. You should be growing every day for the rest of your life. You should grow. Now, I'm not saying I don't have emotions or get upset. I get angry. I get upset. You ask anybody who knows me, and they will tell you I definitely have emotions. But I'm learning how to process those emotions in a healthier way. I avoid confrontation as much as possible. When I say I'm learning, I'm not saying I always do that. I try, but I fail at times and that's okay. I'm a work in progress, but I'm still growing. It's hard quitting old habits and learning new ones, but I do the best that I can and I'm committed to working on it every single day. I do, I really do. Now that's what matters is the commitment. It's okay to stumble. I want you to know it's okay to fail. It's not okay not to get back up and try again. Stay committed to growth and no matter where you are in your journey, just keep going because I'm rooting for you. All right, now I also want to talk about um, these posts that I see on social media from time to time. Now, I don't spend much time scrolling through Facebook now. I, I do what I do, uh, I need to do, and, and I move on. But I've seen similar posts uh, for several years, and I happened to cross one the, the other day. Now, what these posts say, basically, is um, family isn't family anymore, and they don't get together like they used to, and talks about favoritism. It's always a slight variation of the same idea. It's just family isn't like it used to be. Good. Family shouldn't be what it used to be because each new generation inherited the toxic traits of the previous generations. The idea of blood being thicker than water, that needs to go. The idea that you should protect and defend a family member no matter what, that should have never been a thing. It doesn't need to be a thing. You see, when you teach kids the idea that they must stand behind a family member no matter what just because they're family, well that teaches them to keep secrets. It hides abuse. It teaches kids not to tell when somebody in the family does something bad to them. That's why the idea that family should be like it was years ago needs to go. So much abuse happened and was swept under the rug because it's family. No. put a stop to that end that with your generation and stop worrying about what you see as favoritism there's a reason why there are favorites and you don't want to be one those favorites are groomed to defend they were taught to allow family to mistreat and abuse them that favorite they're carrying the burden of family secrets and ugliness that's lurking just under the surface those favorites they're tolerating abusive behavior Because they've been taught that's what family does. They're dealing with all the things you need to be away from. Now, I'm not saying every family is like that. I know not all families are abusive. And even in abusive families, not all family members are abusive. But, it only takes one bad person. If you teach your kids to always defend family, then they're going to defend that uncle that does things he shouldn't. They're gonna lie about that person who hits them. They're gonna cover up things that shouldn't be covered up. And they're going to be too afraid to ask for help when someone is harming them because they were taught this awful idea. It's family. No. No, no, no. I didn't teach my children those antiquated ideas. I, I taught my children to speak up, no matter who it is. It doesn't matter who a person is to you. If they are doing something bad, and call it out there should be no such thing as blind loyalty because blind loyalty it hides and excuses abuse now more likely than not someone listening understands this far too well if you do I'm so sorry for whatever wrongs were done to you it is not your fault you are not to blame for someone else's awful actions please please break the cycle Teach your children, grandchildren, nieces, and nephews not to allow family to do bad things to them and get away with it because they're family. That's your family. That doesn't just teach people to hide abuse, it encourages people to behave poorly and do awful things because they know they have people who will back them up, defend them, even lie for them, no matter what kind of awful thing they've done you're teaching people they can do whatever they want to someone else and you're teaching the people harmed by that behavior that they must accept it it's time we stop defending people because of our relationships and start holding people accountable for their actions teach your kids that they matter teach them not to keep secrets teach them that it doesn't matter who it Tell. is don't teach your kids it's family that's your family don't teach them blind loyalty because it's family teach them that they matter and nobody has the right to do anything bad to them Now I think I've rambled long enough on that topic but I hope that reaches the right people it's important that we teach our kids not to keep secrets for anyone that's teaching them to hide abuse don't do that please please don't do that protect your children by teaching them not to keep secrets even for family Now, on to the next thing that I want to talk about. Um, You've heard the saying that knowing better and doing better are two different things. You've heard know better, do better, because if you know better, you should do better. That's not happening. Now, transitioning from knowing better to consistently doing better is a journey in itself. Now, that's the truth. And that journey can be like climbing a mountain. It isn't easy. I'm doing my best to remember to be my best by doing better. Now, I've learned a lot in the last few years. I've I've slowed down and took a long, hard look at my life. I was mourning parts of, of self that were gone and, and trying to figure out how to rebuild my life after drastic changes. Now, while I was digging to remember who I was, I found out that I didn't like parts of who I was. In fact, I didn't like most of who I was. It a very hard pill to swallow and I had to do a lot of changing to... to it just took a lot. And it and it's hard. So if you're dealing with it, I'm proud of you for being brave. But I spent a good bit of time reflecting and trying to figure out how to do better on a consistent basis. I wanted to figure out how to be a better me every day. Not just here and there or, or do a good deed here and feel... No, I wanted to be... A good person all the time now I'm sure you all know what muscle memory is well the brains muscle and we get stuck in a rut and behaviors become routine and that's what I'm trying to break for you now there used to be this toy Do y'all remember the um, this board with a face on it and had these little metal shavings inside it and you used a wand with a magnet to move it all around and draw hair and a mustache and a beard I don't remember what it was called but when you were done you would shake it and it all scattered and you know the the etch-a-sketch draw whatever you wanted and then you'd shake it and it would disappear now i'm not going to say that things you've said and done disappear that's not what i'm saying at all because the past doesn't disappear and it doesn't stay in the past it always comes back to haunt you what i am saying is that you can always start over no matter how messy things were or are you can shake things up and start fresh no matter where you are in your journey if you backslide a little bit shake it off get yourself back up and keep going on your way just get right back on the path and keep on going because you can do it you can keep right on down that path you can do better let's all keep doing better okay I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Speak On It. I'm Amy Dodd Pilkington. Thanks for listening.